1: He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the Call Center Geek himself, Tom Laird.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Contact Center and Call Center Podcast. We try to give you actionable items that you can take back to your call center, improve your quality, improve your agent experience, and hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird, your fearless host and creator of the Geek. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 seat call center outsourcer uh, BPO located here in uh, northwestern Pennsylvania so how's everybody doing it's uh it's good to good to talk to you here already on uh June 4th one month away from the, the 4th of July it's crazy how this year seems to be uh seems to be a flying a couple quick things before we get into today's topic um, if you have not already please uh sign up for the uh, call center geek community. The Call Center Geek community. We're going to provide some private webinars that are based on a lot of the the questions and, and some of the things that have been brought up by by people in the community and people that have emailed me. I'd like to have some of you guys be involved in some of these as well. So if you go to signup.callcentergeek.com, there's just a quick first name uh, email address form that I can just uh, shoot you out some some details on on that. Shoot you out some kind of private blogs and try to get you some some. I guess a little extra information. There's no cost. It's it's not going to be marketed. It's just really to, to join a community and, and to start a, a really a two-way dialogue with with other call center professionals that are that are out there a little bit better than I think what the LinkedIn groups or, or any of those things are, are trying to do. So we're we're working on that. I think I got three people right now, to be perfectly honest. Uh, so we got a, a community of four. I'd love to take some baby steps and maybe get a community of twenty uh, by, by by next week. The, <clears throat> excuse me. The other thing I'd love to, to hear if you guys like the podcast, I'd love to hear some more reviews. We are uh, again we're, we're we're growing those reviews slowly, but I, I'd love to if you could please take take some time out if you found any value to to please post a review on Spotify or or on iTunes. I would uh, I'd really appreciate it. Okay, well today I was going to talk about our agent analysis program, and I'm going to do that next week about how we how we're doing. Weekly reviews for each of our agents that are based on things like their attendance, quality, attitude, effort. Um, really taking into a, a holistic approach and how we are ranking our reps, even if they're running, you know, different skills, different types of programs. I think it's been a it's a cornerstone of our QA process. But I wanted I wanted to do that this week, but I've received a lot of emails over the last really month talking about the cloud. And talking about why we like moving to the cloud, why we liked the the flexibility, and, and, and why I talk about the cloud, I guess, I guess in, in such high regard. So a lot of people wondered, you know, what are the benefits of, of moving your contact center to the cloud? What are some of the pros, some of the cons? So I wanted to, to discuss some of that today. To give you some background on me, so I can tell you, how, I, I think I'm a, a pretty good source to, to talk on this, is I, I worked... At a previous call center, we, we had an Avaya shop. We were an Avaya shop, so I worked on the Avaya Definity system. So, really, everywhere from the 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 programming IT side of that, setting up skills, setting up agents, doing the routing, which was you know really more of a a real basic, easy to use language if-then type statements, and also you know we were you know we had the two big well, actually we had four PBX boxes. You know, that had the cards and uh, had all kind of different kind of bells and whistles with that. We had some CTI integration on, the, on a, a dialer that we actually created ourselves. So I, I get the, the premise-based solution. I was a big Avaya guy. And I was reluctant when we started Expedia to move to the cloud, thinking that we were going to lose a lot, of, a lot of the technology that, that is involved with those premise-based solutions that have been around forever. And, you know, to be honest, boy, was I wrong. And, and it probably should have been a move. Well, maybe we couldn't have done that because it was so early on in the in the 2000s. But you know, over the last five, five, six, seven years, the the cloud based solutions are are crazy good. So again, I'm going to say this as a a caveat too. We use Nice and Contact. I'm a huge Nice and Contact advocate. I'm a huge Nice and Contact fan. I have demoed pretty much every other uh, five nine eight by eight talk desk I've, I've, I've seen a lot of them and I follow a lot of what they're doing. I don't think there's anyone even close. So again, I, I may be biased, but to be honest, I am, I am, I am biased towards, towards the nice and contact product. I've also been, you know, able to get on the inside a little bit being on their, their customer review board. So I, I kind of see some of the technology that they're working on too. And it's, it's pretty sweet. So again, if, if, I don't mean to to make this be a uh, selling a, a nice in contact uh, <laughs> solution, but that's kind of my point point of view. But I think a lot of this is is pretty generic when it comes to talking about <clears throat> pretty much any of the uh, the cloud based solutions. All right, so I got ten pros that kind of came to the top of my head as I did did a little bit of research here, and, and I got a couple of cons as well. I don't know how much big cons they are, but these are in no particular order. But this is. Th- really the 10 hugest, biggest, largest benefits that I see of of moving your contact center to the cloud and some of the things that we enjoy being in the cloud. Number one, and again, no particular order. Number one is scaling. Being Being a BPO, we need to be extremely flexible for our clients. So being in the cloud allows us to scale, let's just say hypothetically, from 100 seats to 200 seats to 500 seats back to 50 seats if we needed to. In in all in a in a one month time period for each of those, so you never have to worry about getting extra equipment, wiring new stations. Really, all you need are uh, you know your booths or, or your desks. You need a computer and you need an internet source, and that's it. And other than that, from a technology standpoint, you don't need more ports, more servers, you know, any new, new cards to to support any of your scaling issues. You can turn it on and turn it off instantly. So that's a huge benefit to any call center, especially one that's growing, and a huge benefit to especially the, the BPOs that can get some volatility with different types of clients coming in and, and, and leaving. Number two is something that a lot of people don't discuss a lot, but I believe that the, there's less points of failure, believe it or not, using the cloud. So I don't have a server. You know, when we had the, the Avaya system, we had four PBXs. Each of them had different cards in them. We had servers on top of that. We had, uh, cti integrations with different servers for our phone system or for our outbound calling so at any point we could have a card blow we could have a a server go down we could have a hard drive go down the the cloud center contact centers are, are fully redundant when it comes to that stuff you don't have to worry about it you don't have all these different types of wires as well it's just one internet connection so it's It's not, you know, all the different types of of punch boards that you would have, you know, looking back at the the old Avaya switches and the the Mitel switches. So I believe that there's less points of failure, especially from from your end, from the front-facing version or the front-facing options that, that you have. Number three, I think, is a huge benefit. And it's always awesome to have really big brother behind you where you can add new technology instantly. So, Let's say that you you start in the cloud and you just want the ACD. Maybe you just want to be multi or omni channel. But then you know you have a board member that says, "Hey, I want speech analytics. Hey, I want to let's make sure we get our our WFO um, solution. Let's get uh, you know our our call recording solution for for a QA standpoint. All that stuff in the cloud can be turned on really instantly. So there's again, there's no new servers. There's no guys that have to come out and set everything up. You're basically having a a all in one box. Right? When, when you sign up, that you can just turn different switches on and off. So the newest technology is always at your fingertips. You don't have to have it, but it's always there, and it's always there instantly. So that's a really, really cool cool piece of, of being in the cloud, especially being, again, I've never had to tell a client I don't have that technology because I might not theoretically have it in my call center right now, but I could have it in my call center tomorrow. So that's a really cool feeling to know that you know th- these, if you choose the right one, the right cloud uh, provider will, will always have your back with the, the, the great latest and greatest technology at your fingertips. Number four, the entire world, I believe, not just even the contact center, is moving really to an API culture, to moving to a really open up everything and, and try to figure out what pieces of the pie do you want to use. So the, the cloud contact centers have really embraced that. So there's an API culture that a lot of the premise-based solutions still don't have or don't get or are trying to move to. So for us, you know, we have all of our in-contact APIs we have, we're using in multiple ways from different reports, different things we're doing with the reps, um, to different ways that we're, we're showing clients and giving them information. So there's a culture there that, that allows you to integrate with any process, any CRM, anything that, that you could possibly want. So it's, it's such an easy process that you don't need heavy programmers to do that. But the culture is there to, to integrate and to be really fluid with all the new technologies through, through APIs. And that's one of the things that the cloud guys, I think, where they really, really get. Number five is really obvious, right? Number five has opened up because of the Internet. It's opened up remote agents and, and really global access to, to, to seats. So now you can have, you know you, you give your, your agents now we don't do it uh, just from a security standpoint, but anyway, you can, theoretically, I guess, and a lot do, and a lot do it very successfully give your, give your, uh, your associate a computer. Give them the, the proper internet access, and off they go, and you can have a full remote a full remote workforce. And there's a lot of BPO contact centers that are fully and only remote. I know that there's a lot of you out there that are listening to this that have remote um, agents as well that work awesome, right? And that's one of the really cool things about the cloud, is it allows you to to do any of that. And, and, and to tag along with that is, is your disaster recovery. Disaster recovery becomes so much easier because you're not blowing up servers. You're not blowing up, you know, PBX. I mean, the only thing that gets really hurt is, is maybe the actual workstation that the computer, uh, the computers that the agents are at. So as long as you have a, a, a warehouse or you got a room with an internet and you got a computer, you're back up from a disaster recovery standpoint. So it's, take, it's taken disaster recovery to a whole new level as well when, when you're in the cloud. Number six is reduced telephony costs. So I know exactly what my costs are by how many seats I have, which is a really cool feeling. So, you know, do you remember how many times, and, and I don't know if, if a lot of the other premise-based guys are like this, but when Avaya came and they wanted to do an upgrade, and I'm, I'm kind of stealing one of my other, um, other reasons why I like the cloud, but, you know, when they wanted to do an upgrade, it's it's one hundred and fifty dollars to do this upgrade, or, you know, we're not going to service your, the, the version that you have. Well, all that's gone, right, because – basically we're gonna get upgrades and again I'm gonna kind of this is going to be number seven as well is is upgrades are, are kind of quote unquote free right I mean I'm sure that I know that they're tied into your cost but you know exactly how much your seat cost is you know exactly how much is you can forecast that out for the year and it's much much less than than what most people are paying for a premise-based solution when you talk about the whole setup so really cool process. Um, it really set everybody at ease and, and it set a lot of our investors at ease as well when we initially were pitching to to start Expedia when I talked to them about costs you know this was a, it was a huge seller for us and then you know with number eight that kind of goes along with those two things is is the reduced i t cost now think about this at our the, the other bPO call center that I worked for you know in the late 1990s going through the two thousand and ten we had about seven to eight hundred employees, and we had an IT staff of about twenty-five to thirty individuals. We had programmers, we had database guys, we had telephony engineers, we had you know Avaya experts, we had an IVR guru, you know, and that was a crazy amount of cost, right? It, it, it was a, a cost that was needed, but there was so much programming and so much difficult um, you know server and network issues that would arise that you needed a staff like that. I have now 500 seats, so very close to what we were. I have two full-time programmers. I have basically somebody who works in in contact and, and knows studio really well, and they also help with screens and integrations. And then I have really a, a, a database type person who can do a little bit of all that as well. And that's it. You know, we, we do have a junior programmer as well from our from our IT help desk. If we have any issues from there, and checking logs and making sure our PCI compliance is all good from from that aspect. But from a from an actual programming standpoint, it, it's two programmers. And guys, I keep asking them how difficult is is on the in context. side the studio, and they say, Tom, it's not even a real programming language. It's super easy if you know just the concept of programming. You can you can figure it out. So it makes me feel pretty good. I do every once in a while I'll try to get in there, and, and you know, I'll make a little adjustment. Still get yelled at. They'll yell at me for that, but. Um, I want to learn it a little bit more, but again, you don't really even have to be a full hardcore programmer. If you have somebody even in high school or in college that's kinda, of, you know, understands the concepts, you're gonna be fine with with, you know, programming a lot of the things from a routing standpoint. And and even doing really cool things as well. All right, number nine is I, I call it worldwide supervision. So I have as long as you have access to the internet. You know, Through security profiles, we give all of our clients access to their dashboard. So they log into a, an in-contact login, and they see service level, handle time. They see all their agents, their agent's name, their actual state that they're in. They can double-click on an agent, put their cell phone number in, have that ring to their phone, and they can actually do live monitoring anywhere in the world. So for somebody who's maybe a little bit nervous about oh man if i move to the cloud think about the the benefit of that so even you know if you're i don't know bored on vacation right and your call center's back and like me you, know, you never really get away you can actually monitor anywhere in the world you can see your service levels you don't have to call in and kind of ask what stats are you can see the real time data historical data all that there is there as long as you have the internet it's just it's a it's an awesome feature and an awesome you know I guess world that we live in that we have that ability and that's a huge huge benefit for us you know, being a BPO and being having our clients be so comfortable and and be, us being able to be so transparent that they can get all of that information anytime they want. And number ten, and I think we've kind of touched on this, is is really no equipment, right? You don't need a giant server room. You don't need um, a ton of money thrown into servers. You know, we, have a, we have one you know, server that, that's a virtual server, and we back it up to AWS, and you know, it houses all of our development, and um, some of the things that we're doing in the call center are on there. But other than that, we're using really outsourced resources um, from a storage standpoint, and, and anything else, it, it's handled in the cloud. So it's made it really flexible. It's been really cost-effective and efficient. Um, and I believe that you know, with the, the technology that's out there, our technology is, is just as good, if not better, than anybody's, including the large call centers that are out there. All right, let's talk about the, the flip side of that coin and what are some of the, the, the cons that, that maybe people have. And I'll be honest, I struggled a little bit with this. So if you guys have any other ones, I'd love to hear it and we can kind of discuss that. <clears throat> but... You know, one of the things that you do need that you didn't need before is you—you got to have really, I want to say expensive, but pretty expensive internet. You got to juice your internet up. So we have, um, you know, two 500 meg pipes that that come into Expedia, come in from different sources, different companies, fully redundant. And we're level loading them at all times, um, so making sure that you know you're as you're only as good as your internet. And you know, you need fiber obviously because you got to have the upload and the download. So even if you're a smaller call center, you got to get really good internet because that's now your really your, your telephony pipeline. The other thing that you need to, to spend, right, is is spend it on a great service package, which could cost you anywhere from $1,500 to $2,000 a month. Think about that though. That's basically an IT person, a really super cheap IT person, i take that. But you got to make sure that you're not... I, my recommendation is you, you don't go just to their, their customer service. Get a... A you know they call it in contact they call it a TAM a technical account manager that's kind of dedicated to your account they have a couple other people that they work with but it's a it's a very low ratio and you have a one on one relationship with that person. The other thing that you need to make sure that can be a little bit of a of a scary situation is make sure you're researching the right partner. Again, highly recommend Nice in Contact from a technology standpoint. But if you don't get the right partner and their technology is not up to snuff, when you wanna do certain things, you're not gonna be able to, and you're gonna be hamstrung because you're not gonna be able to go anywhere else. So make sure that you're, you're researching that because you're only as good as your partner then, right? So you're, you're as good or you're as bad as they are. The, the worst feeling about being in the cloud, and everybody can relate to this, is the helplessness of when you're down. Now, I will tell you that we are at five points of nine you know, when it comes to redundancy and uptime within contact, but there's still times that you're down. You could be down 15 minutes. You could be down 20 minutes. Um, there have been in the past, I guess, six or seven years that we've been using Nice in contact. Over the last couple of years, has really not been a, a huge outage. But you know, we've we've had you know 45 minutes, an hour long outage that maybe you know once a year that those types of things happen, and you need to make sure that your partner is getting out to you that's the cool thing about nice and contact as well is they're actually proactive instead of reactive if there's an outage i get an email before it's even happening if there's a a large outage they have a bridge line that you can stay on the whole time because they understand you know you you can't be down so there is some of that and there's really nothing you can do right it's it, it is a very helpless helpless feeling so you know I will tell you though that we had we've had more outages and times when we had the premise based stuff because you had more points of failure. But again, that doesn't mean anything when you're when you're actually down. And then the last one that everybody talks about that I think is now maybe it was legitimate at the beginning, but it's the security aspect, right? I mean, a lot of the uh, the, the cloud based sol- solutions, including Nice and Contact, they have full PCI compliant clusters. Basically, a cluster is where your account, your business unit is on. They also have FedRAMP clusters, which is basically the highest level of security that you can have to be able to work with the the federal government. There's a ton of different security overlays that are played into every single solution that you have there um, from from how things are encrypted uh, encrypted, encrypted, um, when it comes to even the recordings. How you can do specific things with masking different um, inbound calls when t- when somebody's maybe giving their social security number, their their account numbers, those types of things can can all be handled, and it can be handled with APIs, so it automatically does it. So, from a security aspect, I, I don't think that that is a an issue whatsoever anymore. And to be perfectly honest, there's less housed in your facility with using the cloud than there would be if if you had your own servers and having everything here. So that's why we are in the cloud. And we initially really went into the cloud because of strictly of his cost. We were a startup. You know, we had, we were really bootstrapping at the very beginning with four call center agents. I'm sure, again, Nice in Contact was like, oh, I can't believe we're even signing this guy. But they did. And, and I think for both of us, it's been a really good partnership of, of growth. And they've, they've helped us. And I think, you know, hopefully we've helped them. And I've tried to do as much as I can um, to, to help that organization as well, because they've been really good to us. Uh, let me just throw this out to anybody again i'm not here to sell nice in contact but if you would ever want to see a demo or if you want to see what it looks like to to be in the cloud if, to be a to see what type of of interfaces or what type of dashboards you can see and you can have and and how it, the look and the feel is you know send me an email it's it's net. again i'd love to just i can just take 15 minutes and kind of show you what that looks like maybe it'll maybe put you at ease or or if you're thinking about moving to the cloud I'm, I am an open resource for you to, to please ask me any questions or, or ask me any things that you guys are nervous about. I'd be more than happy to to help you and try to guide you through that. Again, I, I I wouldn't go anywhere else, and I think you know the majority of people are moving this way, some quicker than others. But if there's any way I can help you in, in your move to the cloud, or if you have any questions about it, again, T Laird, T L A I R G at Expedia, E X P I V I A dot net or just find me on LinkedIn and, and you can send me a message. I'd be more than happy to help. So that's uh, that's what I got for you today. I, I hope, you know, some of you guys who have emailed me that that's that's really wanted I wanted to sum it up and I know I haven't gotten back to all of you yet, but I, the reason was I wanted to kind of sum it all up in a in a I think a pretty cool podcast that maybe ties a bow a little bit around the the benefits of the cloud. Again, um, before I wrap this up, please join our community signup.callcentergeek.com. Love to have uh, as many people as we can join in in a kind of a two way conversation about a different call center and contact center topics. Um, again, if you could please 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 post a review or or go to our Facebook page or our, our Twitter account and like or follow us. We're, we're trying constantly to to add new and, and cool content to you guys uh, every single day. And if you have any questions about the cloud, want to see a demo, want to see what it looks like um even the speech analytics in the cloud is pretty cool you know let me know and i can just show it to you again there's it's not like i'm going to get anything out of that i just want to just try to help anybody who who's trying to look uh, look to maybe go that way so again thank you guys very much and i will talk to you all next week thank you
1: this has been advice from a call center geek thanks for listening subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode jam packed with actionable takeaways you can implement asap chime in with your thoughts on the episode on twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com.